Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The crowd in Philippi joined in the attack on Paul and Silas, and the magistrates had them stripped and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After inflicting many blows on them, they threw them into prison and instructed the jailer to guard them securely. When he received these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and secured their feet to a stake. About midnight, while Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God as the prisoners listened, there was suddenly such a severe earthquake that the foundations of the jail shook. All the doors flew open and the chains of all were pulled loose. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, thinking that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted out in a loud voice, Do no harm to yourself. We are all here. He asked for a light and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you and your household will be saved. So they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to everyone in his house. He took them in at the hour of the night and bathed their wounds. Then he and all his family were baptized at once. He brought them up into his house and provided a meal, and with his household rejoiced at having come to faith in God. The word of the Lord. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart. For you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. Because of your kindness and your truth, you have made great above all things your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. Your right hand saves me. The Lord will complete what he has done for me. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Now I am going to the one who sent me, and not one of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I told you this, grief has filled your hearts. But I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go. For if I do not go, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and condemnation. Sin because they do not believe in me. Righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will no longer see me. Condemnation because the ruler of this world has been condemned. The Gospel of the Lord. The apostles grieved at the Last Supper. Grief had filled their hearts because Christ told them they would be kicked out of the synagogues and be killed. On top of that, he told them he would be going away for a while. He then told them it was better he left and he would send the advocate. But was that all that reassuring? In those dark and dangerous days, did the apostles want to trade the security of Christ, the God-man they could see and hear, for an unknown and unseen spirit. 
Why was it better Christ would leave? Well, what if after he rose from the dead, Christ kicked Pontius Pilate and Herod out of their respective palaces and set up residence in the temple area in Jerusalem? What kind of faith would we have? We would have no faith. Would we keep the commandments? Yes. If we could see God perched on his throne in Jerusalem, live streamed into our living rooms, we would behave ourselves. What kind of life would this be? A freedom-less, dull, and depressing life. Something akin to living in a totalitarian state where an all-seeing government possesses total control over people's lives. Crime in totalitarian states is generally low. That is because these governments, big brother, the, the rulers of this world, they watch every move people make. In totalitarian governments, people need papers and passports to go anywhere. In Totalitarian states, the local police gets defunded and replaced with goons from a national police force that keep order via terror. And so, terrorized people keep totalitarian governments' commandments. My friends, Christ left, but he didn't really leave, did he? He did not leave us orphans. Christ has sent the advocate, the spirit of truth, to dwell inside those who keep his commandments, which are not burdensome, but rather the, the guideposts to freedom. And at the same time, Christ is perched on his throne in the heavenly Jerusalem, watching every move we make. Is Christ then some kind of totalitarian dictator, a, a ruthless judge, a, a big brother? No. Totalitarians watch every move people make because totalitarians are paranoid, insecure bullies. They have no friends, except the ones they threaten or buy off. Christ is not insecure. He's God. He is supremely confident. And he calls us friends. Friends he bought with his blood. He gives us time on earth to be his friends back. And the beautiful thing is that it is an invitation. It's not coercion. How dull and boring life is when there is there's no freedom to choose, when there is no freedom to say, my body, my choice, or my soul, my choice. If we remain in Christ by keeping his commandments, we do not have to grieve. We can be joyful, for Christ has already condemned the ruler of this world. Who then would be so foolish to refuse to engage in a battle that has already been won for him? For those who have the advocate inside of them, this temporary life on earth is hardly dull and depressing. On the contrary, it is a great adventure to have faith in Christ, to have Faith in the promise he has made to those who keep his commandments.